How's it going, everyone? This is Jason Navarro. You're listening to Tongues Out Podcast. And let's just jump right into today's subject, <laughs> where what I want to talk about today is, um, I don't know why I, um, you know, like sometimes when you sit down, you think about like certain businesses, like if you were to ever start one in the future, what would it be? And like you, you tend to think about like, or maybe this isn't what people do, but I've always wanted to have like some kind of small little restaurant. And over the course of time, I've always wanted to kind of change it up a little bit from the previous thing. And so it originally, and I still think anyone that opens up a pizza shop, if you open it up within three miles of a university, you're just going to make a killing. Um, because pizza is one of those things that you can have going 24 seven. Like people are going to buy pizza, especially like late at night after going to like a bar or a club or something of that nature. People love pizza. It's just like one of those things that you can eat at any point uh, of day. Um, but I was like, nah, like I don't want to do pizza. Everyone does pizza. And so I thought about it for a little bit and I, I thought about like having like a little vegan, like fast like a place where you could just quickly go in and there's just a lot of vegan pre-made items, like really good, like well-made items. Like people can come in and go really quickly. And uh, I came up with it because here in Las Vegas, a lot of people, uh, especially on the strip, they want something quick. And there's not that many vegan option places on the strip for people to go and just get a quick bite when it's vegan um, every, you know, most of the time people are like, Oh, salad, 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 salad. But, um, if you're a vegan or new to being a vegan, there's a lot of different types of foods that are really appealing that can mimic the taste of, of meats of all different kinds of meats. Um, and I don't know, like one day maybe I will do it. And, uh, Looming out there as well is the idea of always having like a food truck. I don't know. For some reason, I've always wanted to have like a food truck. I think it's a really cool idea, really great concept to just have something where you could just take your business on the go. I know it's like very difficult to manage and and it's very competitive in the sense that you can't just like take your food truck to any locale because there's like um, people literally chase you away if they've had that area for a long time. But uh, there's always like concerts and th- different things going on where food trucks could definitely be useful. And it's just a lot of logistics though with it. Uh, a lot of risk as well, but I've had a lot of friends that have their own food truck businesses that they do super well. Um, one of my friends, uh, he's a little bit older than me. He, um, he specializes in having food trucks like, hang out right in front of uh, like marijuana dispensaries here in Las Vegas. And he makes a killing off of it um, because obviously people are pretty hungry, especially if they've just recently consumed some edibles or some, some level of cannabis. Um, it's a brilliant idea. It really is. And so what he does is he just develops a relationship with a lot of these dispensaries. And what he does is he offers um, like, he has like a partnership with them where essentially on like a given weekend, like let's say they, they hold like special sales and stuff like that on the weekends because they're super busy. What he does is uh, like if someone spends X amount of money at a dispensary, the dispensary has an agreement with him 
where they'll give their customer like a like a like a voucher or something like that 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 person could use at that at his food truck and he's still making money maybe not making as much because he has like a negotiated rate with the dispensary where he cuts the price down a little bit so let's say the dispensary pays him like $3 for every $5 voucher um but i mean he's still making a profit because his cost for goods isn't $3 it's a little bit less than $3 um, and if people don't spend like, let's say a hundred dollars on, on a cannabis, I think that's like his minimum is like his arrangement with most dispensaries. It's like, if you spend at least a hundred dollars, then you get one of these $5 vouchers. But if you don't, most of the time people are willing to spend cash as well, because, uh, at least here in Nevada, you can't buy cannabis without, um, ha- like having cash. You can't do it with like credit cards or anything of that nature. And so, everyone has cash on them and it's very easy for people to just kind of get rid of cash, uh, especially when they're hungry. So he does really well with that. I have another friend that he does super well with a taco food truck and he goes to like different events out in Florida and he does super, super well with his business as well. And it's like seeing their success and, and just seeing how much fun they have doing it, especially my friend here in Las Vegas. I mean, he's the sweetest guy ever. Really awesome. And uh, he just does super, super well for himself. And he's his own boss, and he just works whenever he wants to, which really is just the weekends. And he does have like a side, small little um, business where he actually cooks food as well. Like he has his own like little restaurant when he's not out and about being mobile, but that's kind of managed by other staff. Um. And then recently I've thought of this idea because um, it kind of inspired from something my wife told me that one of her friends started in Colombia. And that is like having like a potato based restaurant, like a small little cafe where everything sold there is potato based. So you have like your, your French fries, your mashed potatoes, your chips, like you name it. If it's potato based, then you can buy it there, like loaded potatoes. And it's just really well made and just like good high quality potato food, but it's potatoes. And that's another one of those foods that like anyone really could enjoy because they're filling, they're good for you. There's a lot of benefits to them and you can easily make it like a vegan restaurant as well, um, selling potatoes or you could do it non-vegan as well. So I don't know, today I was just, thinking about it because my wife had just cooked dinner and um she did like a a really good um like she i there's it's like a certain way that she cooks potatoes and i I love how she cooks them sometimes i'm a potato fanatic i love almost everything potato made the only my least favorite potato thing is mashed potatoes i'm not a big fan of mashed potatoes i mean unless you slather it with gravy but everything else, I'm game. Chips, that's like my sec- le- second to least favorite is chips, like uh, Frito-Lay's chips and stuff like that. But once you start going into like French fries and like baked potatoes, oh my God. Like, I love French fries. Like, if French fries were not vegan, I don't I don't think I could be vegan. I, I don't, I really don't think I could because I, 
like giving up on cheese was hard enough for me when I transitioned to being vegan five years ago, but giving up on French fries, no way. It'd be impossible. I love those things so much. I've had almost every fast food joints, French fries. I love making my own French fries. I even spent a hundred dollars on a French fry cutter in my household. It's an electronic French fry cutter. Uh, where essentially you just throw a potato in this thing, you press a button, and it just cuts the perfect size French fries for you. It's just amazing. Nothing where it's like hand done. I just love French fries that much. <laughs> so, um, but it's I, there was a place in Colombia that I used to go to a lot outside this one bar. Oh my god, this place was so cool. It was called um, Santo Monte. Um, what was it called? Ciento Montesitos or something like that. Essentially, it was a place where on the menu, there was a hundred different ways that they made little sandwiches. They had like dessert sandwiches, just a hundred different little tiny sandwiches. They were just like super tiny. They were like a dollar to two dollars each. And um, just it, it was so good. But right outside, but they had like a really good deals on like alcohol and stuff like that. Just a really great place. Sometimes I would go to with like friends and it was right near like the club and bar scene out where I was at in Colombia for a bit. And I'll never forget, like outside this place, there was like right across the street, there was like a small little stand and it was like a French fry place where it was just strictly French fries. Like whatever kind of French fries you want, you could get it like and uh, the way it worked was like you had your style of French fries. So you had like waffle fries, uh, like thick cut fries, curly fries. And then you had to do your different toppings and then your different sauce. So you would order your fries. You'd order or the type of potato, the type of fry style. Um, the, I guess you would say condiments, not really condiments, but like the meat you would throw on top and then the sauce on the side that you would want with your fries. And that place, I would slam dunk on some sandwiches and alcohol, and I would just walk across the street and just, and they, they, it was mobile, so it was like a small little stand, and you would go, you would order your fries, you could either sit there, they had like high tables there all around where you could sit down and enjoy it, or you just, the way they served it to you was like on the go. It's like a place where you just get your food and it'd be on the go. That idea would be super sick, but. The whole thing about it all, though, it's is that like I have family that owns or like my parents own multiple restaurants and bars, and I just know like the logistics of everything can be very daunting sometimes. And your your margins on food are not as good as alcohol. You can make a lot more money on alcohol, so you have to be very careful about it all as well. But who knows? Maybe one day I'll have like a little food truck. Selling potatoes, different style potatoes. That's what I should do. A food truck of potatoes. Oh my god, potatoes are just great too because they're like so cheap. Like, like you can really get good deals on like different style of potatoes and just um, maybe that's that's the idea. Merging those two things together, potatoes and food truck to have a potato truck, potato truck. That's so stupid. <laughs> um, don't ask me why I just thought of this, but, uh, I, or, I mean, you already told you why. It's just had a really good meal from my wife and it just got me to thinking. Sometimes, like, when I have a really good meal, I just always think, 
man, I should just one day just start like a little food thing. But, you know, one of the great things about me is I have so many great ideas and I never take initiative to start any of them. (laughs) That's just like my my go-to. It's just because I I don't want to have a business. I like, I don't, this whole for-profit perspective, no way. Maybe I could make a non-profit potato business where I'm just giving away food. That would be, that would probably be it. Like a nonprofit potato truck. We just go around to like areas that are like where people are struggling and then just like serve them food. That would be kind of cool, actually. A kind of cool idea. And then you would just make your money from just like people like donating and things of that nature. I like that. Maybe that's what I'll do in the future. Who knows? Only time will tell. But as always, Thank you guys so much for listening to today's podcast. And I will catch you guys manana. Peace.